Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Well, not exactly what we wanted to wake up to, but kind of exactly what we were expecting. Good morning. It's Janelle, and I'm just going to tell you, don't leave the house unless you have to today. So if you can work from home, um, do that because really the roads are a mess. We've got English public, English Catholic, French public, French Catholic schools all across Ottawa and Eastern Ontario are closed today. And they actually made that call yesterday. Um, officials, I, like I said, are suggesting you not travel unless it's absolutely necessary today. And there have already been lots of flight cancellations in Ontario and including at the Ottawa airport. So this storm is actually being called a once-in-a-generation storm, and I finally understood it when Scooby explained it like this uh, last night. Here's what's uh, the ingredients that are going in. So we have some really cold Arctic air out west that's tracking downwards. This is the snow that hit BC and Vancouver. So this is one part of the system. As we go on, you're going to see another part. Uh, again, there's been some warm southerly flow out of the Gulf of Mexico and those two systems are going to collide here in southern and eastern Ontario. So let's break down the timeline for you. This is 8 o'clock Thursday night. That's when the snow appears that it's going to start here in Ottawa and for parts of eastern Ontario. It will snow most of Thursday night. We're looking at about 10 centimeters right now. By the time, look at this map, by the time we get to Friday morning at 9 a.m., that's when the temperature is going to change. We're getting milder. Now we're going to have rain for most of the morning on Friday into the early afternoon hours. Southern Ontario, that transition is already happening right now but as you continue throughout the day it's rain then it's the flash freeze because the temperatures are going to drop very quickly throughout the day things and that rain is going to freeze up all surfaces and the rain changes to snow and the snow covers all of those surfaces once again we get into one o'clock on saturday on christmas eve is that's when that trail end of that snow is happening so it is going to be intense on top of the rain and the change of precipitation with the flash freeze really intense winds. We're expecting wind gusts 70 to 90 kilometers an hour. That can knock out power. For southern Ontario, parts off the Georgian Bay, we're talking about possibly hurricane force winds. So just to, um, you know, put that in one sentence, the next 24 hours is going to suck, essentially. Now, uh, what Scooby had predicted has actually mostly already happened and, in fact, quicker. So um, the the snow has already turned to rain, uh, freezing rain out there this morning. The roads are very slick. There's lots of accidents already. And uh, we've already seen those wind gusts really pick up, um, up to 50 kilometers an hour uh, in some areas, 70 kilometers an an hour and those gusts could strengthen all the way to 80 into Saturday. So uh, hydro is definitely an issue. I hope you are prepared because now is not the time to go out and be doing those errands for that. Hydro Ottawa and Hydro One crews have already been activated today. There have been a, a few of sm- a few small outages that are affecting a few thousand customers in eastern Ontario. That they are already out there getting uh, uh, you know getting on top of it. So buckle in. It's going to be fun for the next 24 hours. We will keep you up to date as best we can. But if you have a flight, uh, definitely check because it might be delayed or canceled. And uh, don't leave the house unless you have to. When you think useless, think of Stu. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. Well, you guys have been fantastic at filling in for Stu with your useless facts. In fact, some of you say that it should just be the listeners' useless facts from now on because 
You were so impressed by everything that was texted in at 10.030. And we got another one here that actually made me go, huh? Really? Because you think about these condiments now and you just slap them on like a burger or a hot dog. You have them all in your fridge and you eat them because they taste good. Well, back in the 1830s, tomato ketchup used to be sold as a medicine. Yes, ketchup was medicinal. (laughs) Apparently, they claimed that it would cure ailments like diarrhea, indigestion, and jaundice. Um, I I can't imagine a tomato-based product is going to be good for indigestion. I don't know, just my experience. Um, It usually causes me heartburn and things just get worse. Um, But the idea was first proposed by Dr. John Cook Bennett. He was an American physician in uh, in 1834. He um, apparently used to sell the recipe in uh, later, later, later on, he sold it as like tomato pills instead of like the condiment, I guess, to make it more (laughs) medicine-y. I clearly never stuck on, and um, nobody thought that was a good idea. And tomato ketchup is just a great condiment that we all know and love now. Can't say that, um, you know, I guess I guess they tried to make it work for a medicine, but it, it just tasted too good. So text me at 10.030 and let me know what you thought of that useless fact. Oh, by the way, that was sent in by Sunny Sherry. Not like Sunny and Cher, but Sunny Sherry. <laughs> so uh, she texted that in at ten zero thirty. I got to tell you, I think that that was a fantastic useless fact. And um, I definitely will remember that every single time I eat uh, ketchup and think, huh, they used to use this as medicine. That's what they thought. Uh, I will give that a nine this morning, but you can text it in at ten zero thirty and let me know what you thought of this useless fact. Move mornings with stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move One Hundred. What's trending? Well, it looks like the Sens are heading into an unexpectedly longer Christmas break with a uh, 3-2 overtime loss against Washington last night. Fans were also at the CTC hoping to get a chance to see a uh, a bit of a record happen. Alexander Ovechkin was on deck to tie Gordy Howe for the second uh, for second on the uh, all-time NHL goal list. Ovechkin Remains without a goal since hitting 800 last week, but the Sens are now off until Tuesday. So um, tonight's game against Detroit has been postponed due to the weather. But did you see who was in the stands last night at the Sens game? Huh? Did you see? Did you see? Matthew Perry. Yeah, Chandler Bing was there and uh, he was wearing his Sens jersey. And the last time, I mean, we had a celebrity in the stands was not too long ago, Ryan Reynolds, of course. And that was because we know now that he is eyeing up to potentially buy the team. So does that mean that Matthew Perry might be doing the same? I'm going to go out on a limb and say that uh, he doesn't have as much cash as Ryan Reynolds. And Ryan Reynolds was saying, like, he needed to partner with a bunch of people to do so. So maybe they are two celebrities who are partnering together with some others who might be buying the team? I don't know. Who knows? One thing's for sure. Uh, Matthew Perry looks like he's stuck in Ottawa for Christmas <laughs> because um, things are not looking good out there with our weather. And as we know, the airports, um, you know, 
a lot of cancellations have already happened. In fact, WestJet proactively canceled flights at airports in British Columbia, Ontario, and Quebec last night due to the storm. So... Basically, they wanted to have as few disruptions to travelers, didn't want to leave people scrambling, and didn't have the staff to deal with what has been happening out in Vancouver all week. So they said it was a really difficult decision. They stood down 243 flights. They said that was a a difficult decision, but in order to fly safely and with little disruption as possible, when the weather improves, they will get all of those people on flights and hopefully to their destinations. It just might not be when you wanted it to be. Um, You know, they are one of many airlines who are still trying to recover after a serious storm hit Western Canada, uh, including heavy snow that paralyzed Vancouver's airports earlier this week. So they're still scrambling to try and get people from Vancouver to their destination. So if you have a flight today, make sure you check before. Has it been canceled? Has it been delayed? Give yourself a lot of extra time as well if you are planning to head to the airport And be very patient as they were planning this to be one of the busiest days of the year at the Ottawa airport. That's what's uh, trending. It's brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. Stephanie and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. Just call me a pro multitasker. Look, I never really considered myself to be a fantastic multitasker until I started implementing this new thing into my morning routine. Now, in case you missed it, I shared a little bit of a look into my life and what a typical morning looks like for me on our Instagram yesterday. A little reel taking you through my day from when I wake up, get you ready, you know, come to work, do the show, what I do after the show and um, into like my early after. You can check that out on our um, Instagram page. But in there, um, Angie made a comment like, wow, the benefits, A, of living downtown. Yes, I'm only a 10-minute walk from work, and she's got a much longer commute to work, so I can sleep in a little longer. But she was impressed that I was able to make breakfast in the time that I give myself in the morning to get ready. And what it is, is that I have just mastered the art of multitasking. So what I do first thing when I get up in the morning is that I will immediately go to the kitchen and I turn on the pan and throw in a little bit of oil and let that get warm. And then I jump back to the bathroom. I go to the bathroom uh, quickly and, you know, come back out. I crack three eggs in that pan. I turn it down to like a low heat setting. And then I go back to the bathroom. I wash my face, do the lotion, get my clothing on. And by the time I come back into the kitchen, my three eggs are cooked perfectly sunny side up. I eat them and I go back to the bathroom and I brush my teeth and I can get ready lickety split. And that means that I get myself like an extra 10 minutes of sleep because I'm cooking my eggs while I'm doing other things. And I am pretty proud of myself, I got to (laughs) say. But that is definitely uh, like multitasking. That's a multitasking win, hands down. But there are multitasking fails out there. Don't get me wrong. I have attempted to do this with other meals and ended up burning things on the stove quite regularly. So I want to hear about your multitasking wins. Are you fantastic at it? And what do you do really well all at once, or what's your multitasking fail? 
Like maybe you're just not good at this and you should never try to do it. Give me a call, 750-1100. You can text it in at 10-0-30. The other day I saw a woman downtown multitasking so hard. And I thought to myself, like, geez, that is, you know, like that's impressive. And I'll let you know what I saw her doing <laughs> coming up next. But I want to hear about your multitasking wins and fails. Text it in at 10 All right. Multitasking this time of the year can come in handy. That is only if you're good at it. And it turns out most of us aren't. Um, uh, many of you have sent in your multitasking fails. And it seems as though we learn this at a young age. But I got to point out to the fact to the lady who I saw down in the Byward Market the other day who was multitasking like a queen. She was clearly out for a jog in her running gear and she was jogging past me when I noticed what she was holding in her hand and she had a big Christmas wreath that she had clearly purchased at one of the shops down here in the market. So she decided when she went left that house that day, she's like, well, I'm going to, you know, kill two birds with one stone. I'm going to run out to the market, get my exercise in. I'm going to pick up that wreath and then I'm going to jog home with it. I thought that was pretty great multitasking. Andrew's son thought it was a good idea. Not quite the best idea. Texted in at 10 30. It says, my son tried to go skateboarding while walking our dog. Seemed simple enough. Well, our dog saw a squirrel and you can guess what happened. <laughs> oh yeah. I guess there were a lot of scrapes and bruises and maybe some blood after that. That does not sound fun. Amy says that I cannot walk and text for the life of me. I don't want to tell you how many times I've run into a streetlight or a sign while trying to text and walk. I just can't do it, but I still keep trying anyways. Okay, look, Amy, I think we've all been there. I remember personally when I first got my my very first smartphone, I smashed my head right into a pole moments after leaving the store and, uh, you know, firing up my new phone. But I got to say, I love Katie's answer. And like I said, you know, kids find out at a young age that we're just not good multitaskers. And I'm pretty sure science says it too, that we're not good at multitasking. But she said she walked in one morning on her daughter who was supposed to be getting ready for school at the time and she sees her daughter brushing her teeth with one hand and with the other hand she is like trying to comb her hair well you know the motions didn't really kind of work it's hard to go back and forth and like down as you know to get your arms to do two different things Um, she said it took her about 20 minutes to get the hairbrush detangled from her daughter's hair Yes, multitasking. What a real-time saver that was. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? If you're looking to ring in the new year in style for 2023, you can ring in the new year with Miley Cyrus and Dolly Parton. Yes, so uh, Miley and her godmother will be hosting Miley's New Year's Eve party this year. And they have finally released a few more details about what's going to go on with the show. So joining them live from Miami will be an all-star lineup of musical guests, including uh, Fletcher, breakout rapper Lato, Los Angeles rock band Lily, viral hip-hop duo Ray um, Shrumond, and chart-topping Grammy Award nominee Sia. I think I'm just getting old because I don't know who any of those people are other than Sia. Oh, how does that feel? Either way, it is going to be a, a great show. If you at all watched this show last year, I mean, it was the number one 
biggest social entertainment special across all of TV in 2021, Miley's New Year's Eve party. It was fun, so you can tune into that wherever you are for your New Year's Eve bash. It starts at 1030 uh, until 1230 a.m. Now, something we can look forward to in the new year. We've been hearing about this for a while, and I, I will, to be to be honest, a little skeptical about this when it first happened. A spinoff of that 70s show. This series is going to be set in 1995, following Leah Foreman, a.k.a. the daughter of Eric and Donna. So they, they got married, they had a kid, and she's going to mi- visit their grandparents, uh, who are Kitty and Red, for the summer. And um, we knew that Kitty and Red were going to be back, and they've just released the uh, official um, trailer for this, and it sounds really good. Don't feed them, Kitty. That's how it started the first time. I am going to get Fritos, Tostitos, Doritos, all the Eatos. I am back, baby. Son of a bitch. Hey, now, down the street. Hi, guys. Hey, Grandma. Hey, Grandpa. Leia. Very exciting. So she ends up staying there for the entire summer. And um, as I said, we knew that Kitty and Red were going to be a part of this show. What we didn't know is that the original cast was going to kind of come back for a little bit of some cameos. And that includes Fez, who owns his very own hair salon. Welcome back to Chef Fez. <laughs> it's always an honor to have your hair in my chair. <laughs> Did you open our house to chaos again? All oh, the dumbasses were gone. I love having the house full again. It just it fills me with joy. Eric's having a hard time with Leia. But all I know is that I'm going to love her and stand behind her no matter what. That is a great idea. Because when you stand behind your kids... It's easier to put, to your, put your foot, foot in there. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> I am so looking forward to this. I don't think that uh, the former characters are going to be major role players in this, but at least we're going to see a little bit of them in that 90s show. It will begin streaming on Netflix January the 19th. And that's what's trending. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, it's the final Word Wars game of the year. And on the line, we have Darkies and Carrie playing. Darkies made it through first. We will let her pick her categories. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. Are you having to be out on these terrible roads this morning? I am. Oh, boy. (laughs) Well, stay safe. And uh, let's play the game, all right? So our categories are either New Year's Eve or Christmas morning. New Year's Eve. All right, here we go in three, two, one. You might pop this, uh, bubbly. Champagne. Yes, um, these are, you would blow up with helium. Balloons. Yes, and when you go like five, four, three, two, what is that? Down. Yes, and you might wear this on your head. Party hat? Yeah, yeah. And um, where the big ball drops, the city? New York. Yes. And what time do we celebrate at? 12 o'clock? 12, midnight. Yes. And it's a big, like, fun time. It's a good... Party. Party? Uh, party, yes. Unfortunately, after the buzzer, who you have helping there with you? 
My husband. Oh, awesome. Okay, well, you guys did fantastic together. We have uh, six. That's a pretty great score. Hang on the line, and we'll see what happens. All right, good morning to Carrie. Good morning. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you doing? I, you know, I'm good. It's busy in here. Yeah. <laughs> are you cozy at home, or are you having to go into work today? No, I stayed to work from home today. Oh, lovely. <laughs> Wonderful yes. that that's an option. That's great. Yes. <laughs> All right, Carrie. Um, our, our, our category is Christmas morning. We have to at least get six for a tiebreaker, or if you get seven, you win, okay? Okey-doke. Here we go in three, two, one. These are hanging from the fireplace, and you open them on Christmas morning? Stocking. Yes. Um, you might pop this as champagne and orange juice. Orange juice. Uh, but, mimosa. Yes, yes. You're not waking up late. You're waking up very early. Yes. Um, all of this will be all over the floor because the presents were in this. Wrapping paper. Yes. And you're, yeah. you're wearing what the, in the morning? Pajamas. Yes. And uh, it brings lots of happiness and... Cheer. Uh, like Joy. Yes, yes. And um, you would be... Ah. Oh, dang. <laughs> the last word I was going to try and get you to get was build. That one was a little tricky. So we are tied. Six apiece. You're going to have to hang on the line and we'll go to a dice roll, okay? Okay. All right. Great final game. Let's go for a low dice roll for the winner of the final Word Wars game of 2022. For Darkies, we're looking for a low dice roll, a 10. And for Carrie, a 12. Very close, but Darkies is our winner. Congratulations. Darkies. Yes. Oh, there you're there. <laughs> yes. Well, congratulations. You and your husband have won our final game of Word Wars for 2022. We're going to hook you up with some move swag. We've got a uh, move behind her mug and a hat and a notepad and just some other goodies in there for you. Perfect. Enjoy. Merry Christmas. Have a safe day yes. and uh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. With this nasty weather, we've also had some weather out west that's been terrible. But down in the States, again, they are going through it all the same. And everywhere, there's got to be the weather people who go out and report and tell you all about it. And nobody wants to be out in this weather right now. If you didn't have to leave your house, I am envious of you this morning because it was a miserable walk to work. But I love that this weather guy down in the States has gone oh so viral for his brutally honest um, reports on the weather and why he's even out there doing it. He's also the sports guy that they called in last minute to do this. Just take a listen for an early morning chuckle. Mark, how are you feeling out there? Uh, again, uh, the same way I felt about eight minutes ago when you asked me that same question, right? I normally do sports. Uh, everything is canceled here for the next couple of days. So what better time to ask the sports guy to come in about five hours normally uh, earlier than he would normally wake up, go stand out in the wind and the snow and the cold and tell other people not to do the same. <laughs> I didn't even realize that there was a 3.30 also in the morning uh, until today. It's absolutely uh, fantastic, Ryan. You know, I I'm used to these evening shows that are only 30 minutes long and generally on those shows I'm inside. So uh, this is a really long show. Tune in for the next couple hours to watch me progressively get crankier 
and crankier. Well, I'll tell you what, Ryan, I've, I've got good news and, and I've got bad news. The, the good news is that I can still feel my face right now. The bad news is I kind of wish I couldn't. Can I go back to my regular job? I, I'm pretty sure, Ryan, that you guys added an extra hour to this show just because somebody likes torturing me because compared to two and a half hours ago, it is just getting colder and colder. Oh, I love it. He is so not happy. So just be happy that you are not outside reporting on the weather today. Stay cozy in. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, in case you didn't hear, the Sens uh, are not going to be playing tonight. The game has been canceled, rescheduled for Fred, for, uh, February. So if you had tickets for tonight's game, um, uh, it has been postponed against Detroit. will be happening in the new year in February. Uh, and unfortunately, the Sens had a tough loss last night. 3-2 overtime against Washington and the fans weren't able to see um, Alexander Ovechkin, Ty Gordy Howe's uh, second on the all of all uh, of all time NHL goal list. He still has 800 goals. Oh man, what a what a bummer! <laughs> but what did you see last night at the Sens game? Did you notice we had a celebrity in our stands? Matthew Perry was there, and of course, in his Sens jersey. Um, last time we had a celebrity here, of course, Ryan Reynolds. Everyone talking about is he actually going to buy the Sens? Well, uh, apparently he wants to. He said he does need um, a few other people to go in on it, as it is a massive purchase, and he just doesn't have the cash for it. So, could Matthew Perry be also looking to do the same? Who knows? Um, but one thing's for sure, it looks like he's stuck in Ottawa for Christmas. Although somebody pointed out to me that they believe that Matthew Perry's mom still might live here in Ottawa. So maybe that's why he was in town. If you missed it, I've got the photo up on our Facebook page. You can check it out right now. And, um, speaking of, um, purchasing the team, do you think that Justin Bieber would ever? No, I know he would never. He is a Leafs fan through and through, but he is coming into some serious cash that he would probably be able to put towards buying the team if he really wanted to. Um, he is uh, getting ready to close on a uh, near $200 million deal to sell the rights to his entire music catalog. So these new reports coming out that he has struck a deal with uh, Hypnosis Songs Capital. Um, and if the deal goes through, it will be the largest music rights acquisition in the company's history. The potential deal covers, of course, his entire catalog, which includes six albums over the span of a decade and a slew of singles and collabs that he's done over the years with other people. And this company means business. They reportedly bought the rights to Justin Timberlake's catalog earlier this year for $100 million. So it looks like Bieber might be uh, getting $200 million for his catalog. And that's what's trending. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. 
You know, the snow has caused a lot of problems for people trying to get home for the holidays, um, power outages already, people just trying to get into work this morning. But uh, the snow has brought a little bit of joy to a girl uh, out in BC. As we know, BC has been absolutely dumped on earlier this week, and they don't typically see a lot of snow. But a four-year-old go- four year girl out in Saanich, BC, has put her own spin on this to make it uh, a, just a delightful like experience for her. And she thought of the idea, instead of doing a lemonade stand like we see kids do in the summer here, she has a hot chocolate stand set up at the side of her road. And it is so adorable. She is four years old and um, she's got her dad helping out. Sadie is in charge of the sales and what she's using is a little toy um, register with like real cash. It pops open. She punches it in and she does the exchange for the hot chocolate, which, by the way, is being served in red Solo cups, which I also love, how Canadian of them, uh, and complete with marshmallows because she says you can't have hot chocolate without marshmallows. So um, a lot of people have found this hot chocolate stand to be a hit out in Saanich, B.C., and I thought it was just like a fun little story to, you know, look on the bright side of the snow that we have been receiving. As for what Sadie is saving up for, she says she's saving up to buy some candy. Smart girl. (laughs) That's all the feels on Move 100.